Hey folks, it's Maddie. Welcome back to Healthy Happy Creative from a brisk but sunny day in beautiful downtown Chattanooga. So today I thought I would like to talk about protocols and why they are so important and why it's important to be flexible with them but not within them. All right? So your protocol is simply put the agreement you make with yourself about what you are going to do for a certain period of time. That period of time probably shouldn't be any less than two weeks because it takes your body a certain amount of time to adjust to a new protocol, but it might um, not need to be over two months. Your body might change enough that you need to change up your protocol two months from now or maybe six months from now. I can almost promise you that um, if you have made it to a year on the same protocol and it's not working for you anymore, that no matter that it worked to get you to a certain point, it's not going to get you to the next point. And that's okay because it wasn't made to do that. It did just what it needed to do. Now, if you don't have a protocol, if you're saying, Maddie, I don't have a protocol. Well, that's okay. I'm going to help you with that. I love the idea of digging in and creating a protocol that won't leave you sabotaging yourself because there is absolutely nothing worse than self-sabotage because then you're just the one left beating up yourself when it comes to why it's not working or more to the point why you go off that protocol why you cheat yourself because that's really the only person you're cheating is yourself and I think we all know it there is probably nothing worse than when we encounter a problem and we know that we created that problem when um, you trip over something in the middle of the night and it's because you left it out you left your shoes sitting there and you trip over them and you get so angry at the shoes but let's face it whose fault is it really it's our own and that's pretty much how it goes when we talk about our protocols I am sorry, I've got a gravelly thing going on with my voice. I do not know what that is, but we're just going to kind of roll with it here because as always, we roll with the real life stuff around here. So it's going to be just like we were just chatting while we were in the car together. That's actually exactly where we are right now. We are in the car. So when it comes to making this protocol, you're going to want to encompass all the things. You're going to want to encompass all the things that you need to think about during this time, including your goals, your life circumstances, the people around you and how you interact with them and who you need to take in account during these times. It's, um, it's complex, but it's easy because once you get it down and we want to make it, um, what is it Einstein says, um, make it as simple as possible, but no simpler. Or maybe I turned that around the wrong way. In any case, I think you get what I mean, is that we do want to make something that we don't have to think about um, in a way that um, is painful to us on a daily basis. We want to be able to learn it, go kind of on autopilot, but we always want it there in the background, 
running. It's like a background program. It's a support program. It, it is the rails that we ride in every day that lead us to success. So I'm really excited. Um, one of the things I'm thinking about doing is uh, for our public community, I'm going to run a workshop. Um, I'm just kind of messing around with the idea in my head right now because I get so many questions about how to create a protocol, how to change up a protocol, how to tweak it, how to figure out what's wrong with your protocol, if things are not going right. Um, and I've had a lot of experience over, with that over the last year. And um, if there's a mistake to be made, I probably made it. I might have made it more than once, in fact. And I can tell you that the times I made it more than once is because I did not take the time to actually sit down and write out the changes I needed to make. There is something so powerful. I know people feel like, ooh, this is all woo-woo, but it's not. There is a powerful connection between what is in your mind and what flows down through your body, out of your hand, and onto paper through a pencil or pen. So I actually want you to do this. Can you put it then on your phone? Absolutely. Um, you can take a picture of it. You could go and go type it up, whatever. There is a commitment level that changes. So for that reason, what I think I'm gonna do is I'm gonna make a protocol sheet. And um, it's something that we'll work through um, in a mini workshop together so that um, so you're, you're having that process. You're taking that process of the ideas in your head and you're working through them and you might work through a couple, you know, like revisions, thinking through, because you might go, oh, this is good. And then you're like, oh, shit, I've got this thing to do. And that changes up that. So we're like, okay, back to the drawing board. Good reason to do it in pencil as well, so that you can um, mouse around with it, as I like to say, and figure out the exact right thing for you. And then we want to make some copies of it. We want to make it big. We want to make it small. We want to um, put it on your phone if you need to remember it that way. Um, some people find it very helpful to post it up on the front of their refrigerator because it will have um, your eating windows. It'll be it'll help you understand what you can have in those. Maybe um, you have a planned um, snack, and if you need that, absolutely, we're gonna we're gonna put that in there for you. Is snacking great? No, it's not. But in fact, it's an emotional need. Because if you're eating enough in your meals um, to satiety, as they say, because we're going to have that really great fat balance. And, um, and again, sort of like the Einstein quote that I'm botching up to all bits is, you know, just enough but not more. So we want that, we want to ride that number. We want to find that sweet spot where you are feeling bomb, where you are uh, riding on all the rails and accomplishing the things that make you feel fantastic and switch up whatever's not working. 
So right now, um, we are doing that deep dive. Some of us are. I'm doing it, and I invited people to come along with me. I think we only have a couple people who are doing it um, because it seemed pretty scary. It was um, down to under five carbs a day. So it's not something that I would do forever, but um, it has really been eye-opening to see um, how much extra... I've been putting in my body past the point where my body needs it. Because the point of this is, is to find the part where um, you are feeding your body the food just what it needs so that you can then run on the fat you have stored in your body if you were to that point. If you were to the point where you um, you still have, if you were still in the zone where your body is still holding all that excess energy, and that excess energy is in the form of fat, we want your body to be metabolizing that fat. We want it to be burning that fat. We want it to be using it. It uses it and burns it in the form of ketones. We want that to be happening. And if we have too many calories, if we have too much fat, if we have um, excess carbs above and beyond what our body can deal with easily, then everything is out of balance and the body is only going to take from those things we are putting in it and it is not going to burn off the visceral fat. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. So there, our bodies have, um, well, technically we really have three kinds of fat. We might actually have more, but three kinds are the three of the biggies. Um, two biggies and a minor, maybe. Um, so you've got your adipose fat. That is the fat that you can jiggle. All right. It is the, it is the fat that um, you can grab, but then you have visceral fat. Visceral fat is that harder fat. It is the fat that packs around your organs. It is the fat that rests in your organs. And it is the more dangerous of the two fats. And that is the fat that leads to the larger um, hard belly. Um, a lot of times you'll hear that um, in the insulin resistant world, people who are apple shaped meaning that they are carrying the majority of their weight in a hard, heavy way around their waist are at a lot more risk than people who carry it um, in their thighs and in their buttocks. And that is true um, because, again, the, the junk in your trunk, while not always your friend, is um, that is visceral fat and that visceral fat while not helping you any and you'd really want to burn it off over time it is not the same sort of danger to you as i might have just said that backwards um then the um the adipose fat on your butt is not as dangerous to you as the visceral fat that is packed in around your organs i probably did say that backwards i did say it right the next time so the visceral fat not good stuff adipose fat not amazing stuff, but it's not the stuff that's going to give you a heart attack, all right? But we want it all gone. And um, exercise isn't going to do it. Exercise is going to make more muscle, and it is going to help because then our, your body is going to burn off 
more glucose and you're going to lower your insulin rates. So I'm never going to say that exercise is not good. I will say that if you have to concentrate on just one thing, you need to concentrate on getting that insulin level down and losing the weight. My 50 pounds came off without a lick of exercise, without one weight being lifted, without one mile being jogged, without any of those things. That was all about eliminating the carbs, the excess carbs, and quite a few, down to 20, um, out of my diet so that I could lower my insulin rate so that my body would then go into ketosis and then burn my own fat for its energy. So it's been a year though. My body, I'm much, much, much closer to my set weight. I am within spitting distance. Let's say seven pounds, not even maybe, depends on which chart you use, but these are the hard pounds. All right, these are the pounds that our body has been holding and it really loves and we have to have a new way that we have to kind of jump start a new process and that's when we look at a new protocol so this deep dive week for me is about deciding what that new protocol is gonna look like and it might feel hard at first I mean I can't say that I'm all that happy about this week am I full yeah I'm full I have all the food I need in my body and more because let's face it, I'm carrying on my body still two months worth of usable burnable fat um, that I would not starve to death in that period of time. So, but I'm feeling salty. I'm feeling salty about not having the cheese and the dairy because it turns out I, I've been consuming way more than my fair share. Even though I have not gone out of ketosis for a very long time. I probably went out of ketosis. I wasn't, I didn't have my sticks with me. I didn't bring in the meter when I went to Harry Potter World and we went to Toothsome's and I decided that I really wanted to shake because the time before I remember really enjoying it and this time actually not so much. It was kind of disappointing. It was still a beautiful shake. If you've ever been there and seen their shakes, they are gorgeous. They are like, they're served in these um, mugs and then they have, they look like the, the bar drinks that have like the shrimp and the avocado and the fried cheese sticking out of it and stuff like that. Except for mine was whipped cream and a Rice Krispie treat and stuff like that because I actually really love vanilla ice cream. I know, so boring, but I just, really good vanilla ice cream, I really love it. Anyway, so I wanted this thing and I had it and I was able to happily finish somewhere between an eighth and a quarter of it. The eighth and a quarter of it, yeah, that was really blissful. And then I was like, oh, I just spent $12 on a shake. I'm gonna have some more of this bad idea okay foreshadowing 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 um and then I hit half and I was like uh oh no more so that's as far as I went my daughter and I had them um she did not finish even near finish hers either we ended up um dumping them out behind a bush <laughs> because we didn't want to carry them around I did want to keep the mug because it has a really good memory for me but um couldn't have it couldn't even if I wanted it so I think that might have been the last time I was out of ketosis and that was well that was last year before I even had COVID so it's been a good long time 
So I, I've been in ketosis for a very long time, but I'm still I'm still having too much fat um, in my diet, so that my body is not um, inclined, shall we say, to go and take off that last um, couple pounds. So that's what this deep dive is doing for me. It's getting me to that point, and it is then pushing me into my new protocol which I will be writing up and so I'm really excited about helping people do that because this will be the fourth fourth version of my protocol not not you know not taking into account little, little tiny tweaks this is either the fourth or the fifth version as I've moved things along and tried things again if you're building your own protocol, give it at least two weeks, unless you are seeing drastically bad, excuse me, results. So if all of a sudden, with whatever you've tried, you tried to bring back in some carbs or whatever, and you see your weight start shooting up, or your blood sugar going up, yeah, stop that. But don't expect um, miracle results in the other direction until you until you've give you've written it out for two weeks so if you're having no negative side effects from your protocol ride it out for at least two weeks if not more if you are having negative side effects stop that shit and step back and um you know get a hold of me and book a private session or just sit down and, and figure it out yourself because that is one of the one of the things that um jason fung says is the best thing about fasting and keto is that they're free we are always going to be eating and we always have the opportunity not to eat so this is this can be a very very budget friendly thing to do sure you can you can have the supplements sure you can have the other stuff sure you can um you can book time with me you can buy time but there's really nothing here that you can't um you can dig in and learn and go find yourself i've spent a year doing it um, I will continue to spend a year doing it. I spend a couple hours a day listening to science-based podcasts that have to do with this. Is some of the stuff over my head? Absolutely. Um, and I have to go look it up, and I have to make notes, and I have to understand it, and then I have to like write other people and ask questions, especially like when I'm listening to Dr. Bickman. He has so much science in his head, but it's so fascinating. So yeah, it's my jam. I really, really like it. I really love figuring out how my body works and, and why my mind wants me to do certain things that are not necessarily great for my body. But I do know this. I do know that a protocol is your friend. And if you do it, you will be better off for it. So if you are in the public community, you are going to get an opportunity. I haven't figured out how I'm going to do this yet. But we're gonna we're gonna have a workshop we're gonna do a mini workshop I will have signups for it we will figure out how that's all gonna happen um, if you are in my private community you will be getting it for free and those of you who are already doing it are gonna have um, of course you've got your um, your personal sessions all of course as well so there you go guys I'm out of here this one was a little longer than normal I hope you found it enjoyable and um, I'll catch you on the flip side bye bye